Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's a late night lip service for lovers, loners, and lounge lizards. Yeah, well, where, where exactly is your accent from? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Oh, I've forgotten your name already, excuse me. On Talk Radio. Call straight to air. A trick I'm relying on a little bit. Uh, no, no, let's have no call. No, no calls straight to air. No calls. I don't want any calls. Well, none at all. None at all. None at all. If anyone phones up, tell them, answer it, tell them thanks, but we're not taking any calls. No more calls. Come back tomorrow. Come back tomorrow, guys. Come back tomorrow, guys. No more calls. I'm relying on straight to air a little bit too much. I mean, you say that, but for the last five days, we didn't have the facilities no, to do straight I to air. No, I know, but it is my default... Uh, setting. I tell you what we can do is me and Kath will just sit and have a chat and if any, we'll do what we did the other day when we didn't have phones. If anyone's got any questions that you want to ask us, you can tweet them at Ian Lee, at Flippin' Kath, or you can text. How do they text? Te- text the word TALK and your message to 87222. Text costs 25 pence. Plus your standard network rate. I never really, I never give that out, but we'll, we'll just put it out there for people that aren't on Twitter. You can ask me and Kath absolutely anything. We reserve the right to not answer it. You know, he's not saying we're necessarily going to answer stuff, but you can ask us anything uh, at Ian Lee, at Flipping Kath, or text TALK to 87222. What have you got, Boyley? Stuart, I thought we were going to talk about Colleen and uh, what's it? Oh, yeah, Rebecca Vardy. So it was, everyone knows the story now. So, so you all know the story, so there's no point in me even telling you what the story is. Uh, very exciting moment. Obviously, I was was in the jungle with Rebecca Vardy and I didn't get on with her. Uh, I, I, I found her very, very dark, very dark energy from her. The first thing she said to me, first thing she said to me was... I thought you were an effing twit with an A. Because uh, the, the, I, me, I came out in the jungle on day five with Kez, Kezia Dugdale, and um, then I won my challenge, which no one thought I was going to do, so up yours. And I had to pick five people to be on my team. Course, you don't know what any of this means at the time. And I picked the five people whose names I knew, who oh, got Shappy's name wrong, I called her... Um, after another com- another dark comedian, um, we're going to call her. I didn't call her Shappy. Outrageous racist. I called her. Um, 
Anyway, another famous person, of, a comedian of colour. You know, terrible. I felt terrible. Um, and what happened was the five people that I picked, or the four or five people that I picked, we went into living luxury, and the other five went and lived in poverty. It was only for two nights, I think. And then I had to do these speeches. They gave me this script I had to read, and I did this speech, and it was I didn't know, but it was then played to the people who lived in poverty over like a little radio. Yeah, weren't you supposed to be like a prime minister or something? Prime minister, that was it, because Stanley Johnson was in there, that was the thing. And um, so I didn't see that, and I felt terribly guilty in all of this. It was a horrible head trip. So I didn't see them for like three days. I think it was two nights. And on the third day, they came back in the evening and it was very, very tense. And Vardy came up to me. And she leaned in my face and she went, listening to you on those broadcasts, I thought you were an effing twit. As first thing she said to me, and I thought, I, I, I thought, gosh, that's unpleasant. And, and I, I, I found her thoroughly unpleasant. It's no, it's no great secret mm -hmm. that she was my least... Her and Jamie Lomas were my least favourite. And you haven't even seen it. I haven't seen it. I haven't uh, seen it. I, I can't watch it. I probably will never watch it. Probably never watch it. Um, and I know that when she came out as well, the first thing when she came out, she said that I had a... Anyway, I didn't like her. And, and, I, and also, I don't like her, not just because of the way she treated me, but she was also really, really mean to my sister when she came out. I think Becky came out... She was like second or third person that came out and um it was it was when that when she went out that's when i thought oh okay maybe that people are seeing what's going on in here then because i thought she'd be in towards the end yeah. and when she went out early i thought oh okay and her face when she got voted out was like well, she thought she was the queen of the camp yeah um i was scared of her i was actually scared of her uh, and and she was really really rude to my sister she summoned my sister to a meeting in her um uh, she summoned my sister to a meeting in her room, and, and yeah, my sister was was polite enough to go to go to go to it to not cause any problems for me. Yeah. How great my sister so is! She came out and she was confronted with all these newspaper headlines where she wasn't coming off great. Yes. <laughs> and instead of thinking, "Oh my goodness, was there anything I might have done?" It went straight to, "Oh, they've got me totally wrong. I must sort this out." And the way it manifested was to, like you say, some, summon your sister to the hotel room to tell her exactly why everyone else was wrong. Even though, you know, we'd, we'd seen it. Uh, I'd spoken about it with your sister. So I, I, didn't, I didn't like her. Um, and um, I, I, I didn't really know who she was before. And, I, I, you know, and I've not really followed her career greatly. But it, it would appear that she's one of those... She's, she's very much into um, selling stories and being in the press for the sake of being in the press and self-publicity, I think. And um, that's not a game I want to play. I remember talking to Jenny off camera, Jenny McAlpine off camera, and um, uh, we were talking about selling stories and we both w agreed that it's not a game you want to play. Once you, st once you start taking £10,000 from the sun or the mirror or the star for a story... You, they kind of own you. You're in forever. Yeah. You're part of that gang yeah. forever, and and it can turn just as quickly as as, as they can be nice to you. It's not just that you're in forever. It's that your children yeah. are in forever, and anyone who's connected with you because you open the door. Yeah.
Um, so this whole thing with with the, the Colleen Rooney, uh, oh, I, I've always had a soft spot for Colleen Rooney. I think she's really beautiful. I know she was considered quite plain. No, she wasn't. She was she a schoolgirl, was, wasn't she? she? Was, I always remember her being like branded as plain, and I'm thinking, man, she's hot. What is this? Um, and you know, I thought the piece that she wrote was was beautifully written. It was. It was. I, 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 did she write that? Did a publicist write it? I don't know. It's, it was beautifully written. It was wonderfully set up. You see, there's like a tweet from a guy called Dave or something who said that was my idea. Yeah. And. Uh, Anyway, I thought it was beautifully written, and I don't know if Rebecca Vardy did it. I don't know if, if she if she did it. If 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 her Instagram was hacked, I don't I don't know how Instagram really works. I don't know if she did it. When I saw it, I, I wasn't surprised. Um, I, I'm prepared to believe that there might be more to it than we know. Um. I mean, it makes a lot of sense, but I, I don't know if she did it. And there's that. My my first tweet was loads of people sent it to me, going, "Oh, Ian, you're like this," and I did. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed reading it, and I retweeted it. My my response was, "Gosh." Then Shappy phoned me up, and um, her re response was to retweet it with, "Oh my!" I went, "These are the two most British response, Gosh and Oh my." And Shappy and I talked about it for a little bit and um, we both said we're not really going to say much about it on Twitter because then it will become, a, you know, two, two years after I, I last met Rebecca, it still becomes well, a story. Well, guess what? It still it's, did. It's a thing, isn't <laughs> Even there? though you hadn't said anything. There's a, um, there's a thing. Um, and um, I just... I, I retweeted a couple of things. What did I retweet? I retweeted one saying, imagine if... Um, Colleen Rooney had blocked everyone apart from you just so that she could see that you're leaking stuff about Rebecca Vardy. And there was another one. Oh, another one about... Oh, I, I retweeted and I unretweeted about, about someone saying, gosh, I'm so surprised she came across so nicely in the jungle. Then I undid it. And I'll tell you why. It'd be easy to get involved in the pylon. I don't really like associating myself with the jungle people anymore because that was two years ago man and I, I'm aware that some celebrities in inverted commas they kind of cling to it all the time I don't know I talk about it a bit it's a big thing but I've been I've been invited to stuff to awards and events and things where I've been told that some of the other people from the jungle are going to be there and it'll be a great photo opportunity and I've gone yeah I, I don't I don't go to those things anyway. But also, I don't really want to be in a red carpet with Dennis Wise and Amir Khan. I don't need to do that. Oh, if Jenny and Shappy are going to be somewhere, oh man, I'm there. I, you know, if Jenny and Shappy are going to be in a restaurant, mm -hmm. I would go and I'd go and have lunch. I'd go and have dinner with them. I'd go for a night out with them because I love those two. Jenny in particular and her husband Chris, who I, I consider a friend, although we've not really spoken for a while. So I'd go and hang out with those. And if and if you know, and if Jenny phoned me up and said, "Oh, we're going to this awards thing," and a bit nervous, would you come? Oh, of course I would good because I consider her a friend. But I don't need to hang out with those people. But also, Twitter pylons, having been in the receiving end of a Twitter pylon, they escalate and escalate, and she's probably had death threats and all kinds of things. Oh, I've seen threats of violence on there. And she's a pregnant woman. Now, maybe this is like old school 
kind of misogyny, what you would, could be classed as misogyny. You know, maybe this is the same oh, kind I of thing. I know you mean, nice guy misogyny. Yeah, you know, the same kind of thing of holding a door open or giving your seat or something. Less that than the way people sometimes treat me where they'll, you'll have said something, but they'll have a go. Or they'll say, I feel sorry for Catherine, she obviously hates it. It's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. That thing. Uh, it could be perceived as that. I'm just aware, this is a fact, right, that... If 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 you're in a really stressful situation when you're pregnant, that can be dangerous. Yeah. That's dangerous, yeah. right? Now, if she has done this, let's assume for a second she has done what she's been accused of doing. She, she totally brought it on herself, of course. If she did it, it's a really shitty thing to do. It's lousy. It's a scummy thing to do. If she has done it, she's totally betrayed a friend for a few quid, right? If she has done it, we don't know. But I also don't want to be involved in a machine that is jumping on a pregnant woman. Imagine, imagine, and, and I know that Becky, and she said this, she said this, that she tried to commit suicide when she was younger. And I, I don't want to be piling onto someone who has tried to, who has had suicidal tendencies in the past and is pregnant. Imagine if she tried to kill herself or there was a miscarriage. My God, and I pray to God there isn't. I pray to God there isn't. But imagine. Also, she's been owned in the most public way. Yeah. The most public and humiliating way. Do you really think she needs to hear what you think about it? Yeah, it's... Um, and yet these people just piling on, piling on, piling on. People don't know her or having an opinion, you know, and it's spilling over onto, you know, a marriage and all this sort of stuff. I saw threats of violence. And you know, like, we get uh, tweets from people with footballers as there. Yes. It, it's turned into that as well. There's yeah. a bit of tribal stuff going on. People who, were, who don't like her husband as a footballer and all that kind of crap. Really? And I've got, aren't, we be, aren't we better than this now? No, I don't think we are. I've got re I've got good reason to dislike her because she was horrible to me, to my face, to my face and behind my back. I got good reason to, but I'm not. I get no. And I, I'm enjoying the soap opera between the two characters. That bit I'm enjoying. Okay, if I'm completely honest, I'm human. I'm enjoying the what's going on between those between Rooney and Vardy. I, I get no pleasure from seeing some of the. I mean, there are some funny tweets. Scott Balcony, we're big fans of, tweeted, but just imagine Vardy didn't do it, yeah. which I thought was, was great. And it's also hey, it's a salient you know point. It's possible. It's a salient point. So I, I, there are a few tweets that are making me laugh. I'm enjoying the soap opera between the two characters, but I'm not enjoying the pile on. I've had a few people calling me out for saying, I, I, I can't get involved in piling on. First of all, I don't believe you know Twitter pile on is, is good. I think it's awful anyway. But I certainly can't get involved in a pile on with a woman who's pregnant. And then, then people go, well, there was a great tweet from someone saying, uh, would you not get involved in a pile on on Hitler if he was pregnant when he invaded Poland? I think you get your stick in I, those days. I like to think that that tweet was a joke. That tweet had to be a joke, man. That had to be a joke. It, was so, it made me laugh a lot. But... Um, yeah. Yeah, I think it's... It, I just, you know, I know... I know for a fact that she tried to kill herself when she was younger. She was, I think she was a teenager. And I know that she's pregnant. And, you know, it doesn't mean you can't call people out for inappropriate, bad behaviour. Of course you can. Of course you can call them out if, if they're pregnant. Of course you can. If they've, you know, it doesn't mean we give them a free pass for because they tried to kill themselves when they're younger. Of course not. But I just can't get involved in, um, I just can't get involved in, 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 in a pylon in that situation. To me, it's the fact that it's being done for sport. Yeah. That leaves a nasty taste. Yeah, yeah. And, um, 
while I thought her behaviour towards you in the jungle was appalling. Yeah, you watched it, didn't you? You saw that. You saw that show. You know. <laughs> and when Dennis Wise came in, I mean, I, it took everything I had to not l let him know how I felt about things. But um, I'm not. Doesn't what what does what would it do for me? Yeah. To kick a woman when she's already being kicked so much. Let's put this in the podcast because I think this bit is I think this is quite interesting. Mm. <coughs> it's certainly interesting for me to kick this idea around. I'm guessing some people might be interested because there's still a little bit of you know jungle stuff. That magic is pretty much worn off, but every now and then there'll be a little you know kind of gust of wind that will blow an ember or a light a little bit, but that fire's pretty much burnt out. Um, but also, I think it's just it's interesting that this is where. I mean, it, 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 it's good that it's taken Brexit off the front. It'll be the front page of the papers tomorrow. You know, Eamon was talking about it for half an hour. Gosh. More than that. Gosh. And it was in the news, you know. It's in just where, it's where we are as a society. And it's, it is a little bit of... It's a circus. ...lightish relief. But... But you know it's not light relief for the people involved. Oh, no, it's horrendous. Oh, it would be and horrendous you know, for both of them. And also, I may have... I, I've probably downplayed the negative effect it would have had on the Roonies. I was going to say to you, yes. there's a family that have had more than their fair share of negative press. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to think that she's putting up with all that stuff... She's the victim here. Putting up with all that stuff and wondering which one of her friends is betraying her, yeah. flipping her. She's the victim. She's the victim. I, I maybe, um, maybe I overlooked that slightly. Uh, let's quickly go through some of these questions. Um, my question is to both of you from Greg, Shawadi Wadi correspondent. What is the best thing that has happened to you this year? Coming out as bi and getting rid of all of my shame has been the best thing that's happened to me this year. Uh, kiss at the O2. <laughs> <laughs> we got share in a couple of weeks. Is that, that is, that is, if anything has a chance of equaling or even better in kiss, it's share. That's the only concert I can think of that might might get up to those ridiculous camp standards. I cannot wait. It's going to be awesome. Paul says, would wait. I do another reality show? Oh, buddy, how big is the check? I need a bathroom. How big is the check? Uh, you know, that was that was why I did one of the three reasons I did The Jungle. Uh, what's the most controversial opinion you hold? Well, see, I don't, people don't think <laughs> their opinions are controversial. I mean, I don't like, um, I don't like Asians. But what? that, to me, isn't controversial. That, to me, is just like, you know... That's a joke, by the way, guys. That's a joke. Um, don't put that bit in the podcast. But you, no one thinks that their opinions are controversial, do they? Some people do. Because they preface it with, right, I'm not being racist, but you can't say this anymore. But all that crap. My, what, my most controversial opinion? Yeah. I don't like the new drag race. Ooh. I don't like the UK drag race. It's not very good, is it? I think it's... Not very it's, good. Right. There are a couple of standouts in there. The Canadian and uh, and uh, the one that was the ambassador before. Right. The rest... Not I great. I think it's, it's miles and miles and miles away from what they're doing in America. Yeah. And I'm used to that and I love that. I love the artistry of it. I love the humour. I love the fact that they are waspish and witty and that there is... Sexy. And sexy. There is that too. But this feels like just overly crude and I'm going to say it, 
I don't think they I don't think they've got the polish and I don't think they've got the artistry when it comes to makeup and costume. I just think it's subpar. I'm not that I don't think the guests they've had have been, you know, that good. Uh, final thing, Daddy Bear Cub. Uh, I know the late night show is definitely the best slot and place to be, but thinking back to previous shows, was there anything you guys did like about doing the breakfast slot at all? Yeah, Loved the it. people we work with. We were talking about this the other day, the team. Once we got the team finalised, me, you, Justin, Kelly Betts and Paul Scoynes. Dream team. It was a joy. And on that bombshell, thank you guys. Thank you very much indeed. That's it. We are done. Uh, back tonight at 10. Don't forget podcasts of this. There's a new rabbit hole going up tonight, tomorrow morning, I think. We'll talk about the rabbit hole tomorrow and tell you where you can get tickets for our live shows because we've got a few coming up. Daryl Morris is up next. This is Talk Radio. This is Talk Radio. 